Kaylee. Welcome back to today's podcast episode. Today we're going to talk about a topic that is very sensitive, but it is a topic that I don't think is talked about a lot when it comes to particularly the beauty industry um, and working in self-care. Now, with us working in self-care, you would think that we're the authority of self-care. And it's not just knowing how to do amazing facials and how to, you know, put together the most amazing, luxurious, candlelit bath. No, it's really understanding how to take care of yourself because you ultimately want to show your clients how to take care of themselves. But it's very hard to do that when you yourself are trying to grow. You're trying to grow as a person, you're trying to grow your business, and you're just having so many responsibilities thrown on you at one time to where it becomes the thing that you dreamed of ultimately becomes a nightmare. And I want you to know that I completely have had moments like this. And it's why I have such a a huge heart towards serving our community and making sure that we understand that it's not just making the post and looking as if you're just so amazing, luxurious, and living the life. There are things behind the scenes that you do want to work through. Like you really want to work through your insecurities, um, not being confident, maybe you're having some limiting beliefs. Like there are things that you want to work through and when you don't work through those things, they do show up in your business. Now, I did put up an Instagram post and the post said you can fall back in love with your business. And so many of you related to that because I guess you're at a point where you're starting to dislike your business. You're starting to wonder if you need to start over. You're starting to wonder if, you know, you need to go back and work a job Maybe you're feeling as if no one understands and you could even be in a position where you're feeling like I need the help, but I don't have the funds and I just don't know what to do and I want my business to grow, but it's just not doing what it needs to be doing. Like it's not giving what it needs to be given and it's giving stress, it's giving anxiety and it's giving depression. Okay. And I want you to know that honestly, that is normal. Even though people don't talk about it, it is normal to go through periods where it's boring or you just don't like the business that you're currently working and you had and envisioned something else. When it comes to life and business, I've realized that when one of the two is not flowing, then it affects the other. So I have to be very careful to make sure that my business doesn't bleed into my home and that my home doesn't bleed into my business. And I have to understand that each situation and each person are isolated events. And if I am feeling frustrated, anxious, angry, then that means that I need to take a step back and I need to regulate and figure out what is the solution. I think so often we get flustered and frustrated and it leads us to be either so angry that we just want to lash out or leads us to be so sad that we get into this woe is me and this pity mode instead of taking the time to say, let me just feel the feels, right? Let me just feel the feels. Maybe I need to just put this work down for now and I need to spend the rest of my night 
taking care of myself, right? Doing my own self-care and regulating myself so that I can look for solutions. And trust me, me telling you this sounds easy, right? But it's hard when you feel like you have bills due tomorrow or you feel like, you know, you're already late on a bill or you feel like, okay, if something don't shake in the next 30 days, it's over. Like, I totally understand that. I've been in that situation before and I truly believe that those moments when things don't seem to add up are the moments and opportunities that you're being given to be creative and to look for solutions. When I look at the aesthetic industry as a whole, I really seek to be transparent through the whole journey. And that's why this podcast has documented so many different milestones in the business, good and bad. And I like to share, you know, the um, how we fixed it or what we had to get rid of. Maybe we had to fire people. How do we get through that? Maybe we had to um, pivot. You know, how do we get through that? But I truly think that on the client side and the professional side, we don't really want to see the authentic journey because it's boring. We just want to see the hurry up, the flash, the microwave, the get it done now. We don't want to see the journey. And I'm telling you, the journey is a consistent day in and day out of sometimes it's boring. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it just needs to get done. Sometimes you can take a break. Sometimes your phone is off the hook. Sometimes your your book is not as full as it needs to be. And it's a constant journey. So when you learn to fall in love with the journey, I truly believe that you will be able to find your way. It's also why when it comes to any programs in my academy, I never want to just present to you information and you have to take it as like the information. Like it's a resource, but it's not the resource. So it's designed in a way to get you thinking, huh, maybe I could try that. Or, huh, I tried this. Let me leave a comment and ask for alternatives, right? It's a resource, but it's not the resource for your specific business because you have to get yourself in a place where you can begin to create that. And that's something that we all as business owners have to be honest about. When you are building a business, it requires you to make decisions. So you can't afford to be stuck. You can't afford to be um, in long periods of depression because once you get stagnant, Everything starts to go down. So you have to focus on how can I get these solutions flowing? What do I need to do? Maybe I do just need to log out and I need to go and just do something fun. Maybe I need to just go deregulate my system and just go watch a movie or pour a glass of wine and sit down and watch a show. Like maybe I just need to do something that does not have me thinking about this. Because maybe in that moment of inspiration of watching a movie or whatever I'm doing, maybe I'm re-inspired and reignited and then I can come back in and go again. And trust me, if you're a workaholic, that message you need to hear again, okay? Sometimes you can't overwork that thing because when you overwork it, you start to get resentful. Sometimes you don't need to just be like, well, I know it's going to be hard, so I just got to just stick out the hard times and it's gonna be hard so let's just you know let's just struggle through it no 
this is a self-care industry. So your number one thing to work on is how to get your self-care together because your clients need you to be able to show them how to get their self-care together. I tell my clients all the time, listen, I'm a workaholic, but I'm a recovering workaholic. I'm not going to keep firing at the same problem. If I keep firing at the same problem and I'm noticing that it's obviously not working, I'm going to stop. I'm going to take my hands off of it and I'm going to try. Listen, it's going to go ahead and it's going to get thrown in the back until I come back to it. And when I come back to it, when I have clear mind and it tells me, you know what? You was doing this wrong. Try it this way. Boom. Now it's back working. It's like the concept of um, replacing batteries in something, right? You're replacing the batteries and you're like, why is this not working? And then you open up the battery container. You realize that you put the batteries in the wrong way so now you're like okay let me fix this you you go you flip the batteries and now it's working but so many of us would keep trying to force the batteries in force the batteries in and it's like it's clearly not working you don't have to take the whole thing apart and move screws and things around that you have no idea what to work with sometimes you need to just put it down and say you know what let me come back let me go back in. Uh, you know what? I put the batteries in wrong. Let me fix that. Boom, it's back working. Sometimes it's what you got to do. What I will say is, and I'll give you an example. When it comes to hating your business, I had a moment in time where I was really hating my business. And I wanted to get rid of it. Like, I was like, yeah, it's making money, but I'm just done with it. Like, I'm tired of saying the same thing. I'm tired of having no time. I'm tired of just feeling stuck. I don't want to look for more information and inspiration. I don't want to talk to anybody else. I don't want to hire another coach. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to be done with it. It's not working. And I could just be working by myself and not having to deal with none of this. Like I don't have to share another resource. I don't have to help nobody else get to six figures. I don't have to beg people to invest in themselves. I don't have to motivate people. I don't have to do none of that. I could just be working on my own, running my businesses, living my life, being on the side of France and chilling. And I remember I had this conversation with my leadership coach. Mind you, I was paying her basically a forward focus, okay? And she was my first major investment. Like, yes, I pay, I have payroll that adds up, but she was my first major investment because I needed a corporate structure for my business. And so I was like, I'm not going to, you can't dupe everything. Like, I need somebody who's worked it before, who's worked with successful people, and I want her to help me because I... I am top tier in my business and I am a top 1% facialist. So I need her to help me all around. So I pay her, her, her fee because I'm like, she obviously knows what she's doing. So let me work with her and listen to her. So she had me just brain dump. She was like, just dump how you're feeling. So everything I just said, I brain dumped to her. I told her, I said, listen, I know that I'm working with you and, you know, you're telling me all the tips and you're telling me the things that I can consider, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, I don't want to do it. I just want to sit down, chill and sleep and not be bothered, still make my money because I feel like if I'm not talking to people and being like, this is why y'all hoes is broke because y'all this is like, I feel like 
that's the only way that people respond in my industry. And mind you, I'm telling you how I felt in that moment, okay? I'm explaining to you what I said to her. She literally sat there on the Zoom, watched me, kind of like a therapy session. And then after she said, so you're in a position now where you have such a serving heart that it can be abused because you're on a double-edged sword. You give and you give the things you wish you would have had. You give the free events. You give the coaching. You give your cell phone number. You're talking to people. You're motivating them. But on the flip side, when it's time for you to set boundaries, then either people get upset or you feel guilty. And she mentioned, how is that different from how your clients feel? Your clients are coming into you to get self-care and you are not in a giving place because you're giving everywhere except to yourself. You give from the overflow. You don't give from what you need to survive, right? So we talked about it some more and I, I was like, you know what? I don't know what to do. And she just said, so what do you normally do when you don't know what to do? And I said, I just step back. And she said, exactly. And I'm looking at her like, what? Because at that point, I'm like, I'm just done with it. Like, I don't know if you've ever had a point where you've just been so done with something that you don't even want to try for solutions. You're just like, I'm done. Okay, done. But that's the thing. When you're called to something, most of the time, it's going to require a level of surrender and sacrifice beyond what you would do on your own you know a lot of people will say oh well, I'm chosen for this and I just love my life and I just love my business and it's like before you got there though you had to go through a lot of seasons of refining and and really fixing the things that were broken in order to have your life and business the way you wanted it to be but if we're always looking at the person after the storm, we're not knowing how to get through the storm. We're not knowing how to deal with the moments that that are happening. And if you think about a storm like a tornado and you think about the eye of the storm where it's quiet and it's still, I truly believe that the eye of the storm is when you're booked and busy and you're working a lot, but you're preparing for the burnout. Because before, when the storm started, it's like, okay, this stuff just ain't working. I don't know what to do. Like, what's going on? All uh, hell breaking loose. And then you get in the eye of the storm and you're like, yes, I'm booked. I'm working seven days a week. Everything look good. Clients calling, clients flowing, money flowing. We good. I ain't got no time, but we good. I don't see my kids, but we good. And then you get to the storm coming back around and now... Divorce papers hit your desk. Now your boyfriend leaving you, your girlfriend leaving you, your kids is like, why are you home? Now it's like, okay, you walk to the daycare and they be looking at you like, hi, who are you? And you're like, I'm the mom here to pick up my kid. And they're like, oh, we're used to seeing dad. And you're like, oh, okay. Listen, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying the things that people will not tell you. Those things are normal. Excuse me. 
after you get to a place where you say, these things have to happen, right? These things have to happen in order for me to grow, in order for me to thrive. These things have to happen. But they don't have to stay and become moments that become days, that become years, that become, you know, like they don't have to extend. For me, I've learned I need someone to be a neutral sounding board. So I have to invest in teachers that are not there to coach me. Because, and here's why I get that. The terms are used so loosely. Coaches, teachers, strategists, mentors. The terms are used so loosely. But I've learned about myself. And if you've been listening to the podcast episodes or even social media, you know, I tell you, do the personality test. You want to do 16personalities.com and you want to do the Jovian human design test. I've learned my human design is a manifester. I've learned that with my particular human design, I don't need false positivity. I don't need a coach like, yes, you can do it. Let's break through your limiting mindset beliefs. I have a therapist for that. I don't need a coach to be like, well, why do you feel this way? No, I need someone who is neutral, meaning they're not in my family. They're not a friend. Like they're somebody totally outside of my business. And I need somebody that knows exactly what to do because they've done it before. And I need somebody that's going to bring me back to the facts because feelings are not facts. Feelings are warning lights that tell you that you need to go back to the facts to figure out what needs to change. So for me, the coach, the mentor, the teacher, whoever I have, I just need them to come on board and say, okay, let's work this through a bird's eye view because you're a little too into the picture that you can't see the bigger picture at hand. For you, you may need, if you're a reflector, you may need a coach that's going to be like, well, let's reflect over all of these things. Let's go deeper into this because that may work with your energy type. But you have to figure out what works for you. For me, I don't need some frou-frou, nothing. I don't need that. I need, here's the facts. And I know, hey, as a manifester, I am building a business. I'm building an empire. I need somebody that can oversee, like, the the empire king's council i need somebody that can see because while i can see i need that person to also equally have vision that can see when i'm sabotaging myself because i can see when i'm sabotaging myself but i also know that i'm stubborn so i need somebody that's like nina listen i'm just trying to let you know like i see what you're doing you're doing an amazing thing and you are sabotaging yourself so we're going to reschedule this meeting and come back to it. And I know that when you take the time to take care of yourself, that you're going to come back and you're going to see it too. That's the type of people I need on my team. But for you, you got to figure out what works for you. What works for you? Because if you don't figure out what works for you and you follow what everybody else is telling you you need to do, you don't need another 10 steps to opening your business. You don't need another hack to marketing. You don't need another, here's how... 
I was able to build my business and I'm going to give you the exact same floor plan for my business. No, 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 no. You need to know what works for you so that you can begin to push to those things. And that's going to require you to learn how to get still. It's going to require you to be honest and say, I don't like this no more. I hate this. I don't love my business no more. I don't love going to work, doing treatments. It's to the point where I don't even want to touch a client. I don't want to serve anybody. I just want to serve me. And that's it. That's it. You're not serving you. You're not taking the time to give yourself the same self-care that you tell other people that they need to do. The biggest example that you can give is the example that you do for yourself. I can't show my daughter how to become a virtuous woman if I myself am not providing that example or living that virtuous life. So you have to figure out what aligns with you. What aligns with you? And once you know what aligns with you, and you know what you hate about your business and you're honest about it, listen, be honest about it. Really be honest and say, you know what? I hate these things about my business. I hate that I'm feeling this way. I hate that I log on and I'm comparing myself to other people. I hate that I log on and it's all fake and it's all fugazi and it's all about cars and houses and it's not about really accepting the the silence. It's not about figuring out what I want and being comfortable with what I want. And that's huge for some of you. I know it's huge. When I first opened my storefront, everything was white and like a linen color. Because at that time it was like Tulum was the vibe and everybody was like, oh my gosh, like, such an oasis and minimalist and I'm like but I love dark like I love Adam's family vibes like even my house is like like dark like my living room is like a movie theater with light accents like I just love a vibe you know and it took me years of growing into my storefront now which I'm about to revamp again because I said you know what I don't want to be like everybody else. Like the men, my male clients love our space because they're like, this is not that pink, white vibe. This is like chill, like sip, you know, a shot of cognac, smoke a cigar type of vibe. And I'm like, I spent so many years following what everybody else says spas should be. What makes a spa amazing is that it provides a vibe and it makes a person feel like they're at home. It's not just sitting in a place and recording on Instagram being like, ooh, look at this. I'm over here relaxing. No, it's a vibe. It's such a vibe that you can fall asleep. It's such a vibe that even if you took a picture, you're going to take the picture, put it away, and enjoy the vibe. And I realized I was hating my business because I was running the social media and running to see what somebody else was saying and sitting on lives to figure out, oh my gosh, like they're doing so amazing in their business. They got to tell me something. When you're the vibe, you're the resource, you're the hack. You just need to find people 
that equally align to you that can help you to feel confident and continue to create. Many times that's all you need is a resource to help you cultivate the vision, not to make you veer off and become and conform to what everybody else is doing. This is a tough conversation. And it's crazy because I've actually been told that I'm getting mean. I'm actually not getting mean. I'm just in a place now where it's you want it or you don't. My job is not to figure out the best strategy to to make you want to buy from me. My job is to tell you what it is. If you hate your business... It's time to change it. This can be your year. You still got four, five months left in this year. This can be your year. You decide. Is your life going to change this year or are you just going to wait till next year? It's your decision. It's not for me to try to, to try to motivate you. It has to be in you. And I know it's in you because if you're listening this far into the podcast episode, you've already made a decision that you can't go back. You've already made a decision that you've read the title of this podcast episode. You know you hate your business. You're about to write it down and you're about to write down the things you want to see in your business and you're about to create the vision for your business and you're not going to let anybody deter you from it. The only thing somebody should be deterring is deterring you away from illegal activity. Other than that, we need your creativity and we need your innovation. Do not let the conformity or the popularity of online make you feel like what you're doing is not good enough. It's different. It takes people time to catch on when they're used to conforming themselves. I know you got this. I know I got it too. But maybe, just maybe, that the hatred or the resentment that you feel for your business is that emergency light that's saying it's time to turn around. I've tried to tell you before, and now it is seriously time to turn around. Take the time you need to just get back to the things that were working so that you can use that flow to get back into the creativity. I know you got this, okay? I know you're going to succeed and you got to know it too. And however long it takes you, take the time and come back strong. You got this.